Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning. Hope you're having a good weekend so far. Even though it's a little cloudy, a little cool, maybe a little rain here and there. Hey, WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. Yeah, it's uh, it rained a little bit overnight and... Sidewalks were wet, and just a nice, uh, those are the good rains. It's like, not you know, no thunder, no light, you know, big wind, any of that stuff, at least here in where I am anyway, and it's nice, something, just a nice little gentle rain, and that's that's perfectly fine. We can use those once in a while, but yeah, otherwise it's it's been kind of quiet rain-wise anyway. And you know, I, and hope, I, and I don't think it's going to affect the fishing uh, uh, one way or the other. Things are um, things are doing pretty good right now, actually. As a matter of fact, um, it's uh, it's great. Oh, I was at the uh, at the Bassmaster Open last weekend, and man, those were some. They had some nice looking fish there. Always, uh, always see some just you know beautiful looking bass, large mouths, small mouths. Just uh, just some nice fish across the uh, across the board here, um, but uh, and and right now I'm going to kind of shift gears to the the conditions report brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma and um, talked to Don this morning as a matter of fact and and he had a real good report uh, out out in the uh, out in the Toma area there it's uh, it's doing pretty well out there for Don so all the the fish we'll, we'll get to that in just a moment here but. Uh, um, and as far as the, the river conditions right now, uh, and oh, by the way, and, and the conditions out in the Toma area are good. You know, all the waters are uh, in, in perfect summer shape. Um, you know, uh, not too high, not too low. Just it's kind of, <laughs> it's like the three, it's just right. So <laughs> it's uh, it's good out in the Toma area. So if you're headed out in that neck of the woods, uh, you'll find some uh, find some decent conditions out there. As far as here in the lacrosse area, uh, things are, are doing very well. Uh, we're looking at about six, uh, six, eight right now as far as the river stage goes. And boy, when, when have I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I said six, eight. Wow. It's like, wow, that's, <laughs> it's been a while. No doubt about it here. So that's, uh, that's a good thing. And it will continue to, uh, slowly dry. You know, we had such a huge drop. In the, the you know between you know last weekend and the weekend before it what dropped like three feet I mean it was just that was just a huge huge drop and now it's just a little more it, it's just nice and gradual and that's just that's good because it won't mess around with the fish or any of that stuff and um oh, thank you Dave got a, a birthday email or a message from 
Dave Erickson. So yeah, it's yeah, I'm yeah, celebrating a little bit today. So it's uh, it's good conditions out there. That's cool, you know. And uh, the gauge anyway, or the chart anyway, looks like it's going to be right down around the the six foot mark by next weekend. So you know, I think you know it will continue to just do nothing but uh, nothing but get better. Um, you know, looking at the uh, the other conditions here, um, you know, the flow has come uh, come down significantly here. Uh, it's uh, up at Dresback here. It's uh, at about forty eight, uh, about forty seven up by Trempolo, forty four in Winona, um, up at Alma. It's thirty eight. Uh, and, you know, once you get down, you know, Genoa, 52, uh, 55 down in Lynxville. So, I mean, it's, the flow is, is decreasing as well as the, uh, as, as far as the river stage goes, it has backed off just a little bit as far as the, uh, the temperatures go, um, the water temperatures, we're still sitting in the, uh, uh, upper seventies, uh, pretty much across the board here, 77, 78, uh, in uh, uh, at, registered at the uh, the lock and dams and, and those places along the uh, this uh, this stretch of river here, but um, and that's pretty pretty steady here. Uh, and I'm guessing that isn't going to change an awful lot here for the uh, uh, next week or so. Uh, looking at the uh, looking at the forecast here, I don't. It may go up a degree or two, but it's, we're not going to see any kind of major changes with that during the. Uh, next uh, next couple of weeks anyway so uh that's uh that's good so uh good conditions right now get on out there and enjoy and and as a matter of fact you know it, it's uh uh starting to see a lot more boat traffic on the on the water now which makes perfect sense Every, you know a lot of folks have been like man this high water is just a, not going out there now it's like good stuff so yeah, seeing a lot more uh, a lot more boats out there, not necess- and not necessarily you know fishermen or whatever, but just pleasure boaters and things along those lines as well. Um, so yeah, it's and combine that with the pleasant evenings and things like that. Yeah, we're gonna have some uh, have some boat traffic out there, but hey, there's plenty of places to go uh, to go check out and uh, and do some fishing. And right now, as a matter of fact, um, uh, kind of shifting gears to the uh, the hotspot report here brought to you by the good folks here at uh, Powerhouse Marine in Lacrosse. Uh, I'm, you know, I would be thinking greatly about uh, uh, doing some walleye fishing, uh, and I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at the wing dams. Uh, I'm looking at you know below the dams, uh, you know whether it's you know Trempolo or Dresback, Genoa, what have you. Uh, those are the places that. Uh, that I think I'd be checking out as far as uh, um, a good walleye bite goes. So uh talked to the folks at Fat Cat this morning uh, up in Trempolo, and, you know, there's uh, the walleye bite is doing very, very well right now, which uh, which is a, a good thing. So I guess there's a tournament up in Fountain City this weekend as well. So um, And as far as bait goes, willow cats are the, uh, the preferred bait of the moment here. So... Um, you know, if you're looking for some decent walleye, uh, those would be the play. You know, and and you know, and the nice thing is now it's a little easier to see those wing dams when now that the water has uh, uh, finally come down a little bit and makes things just a little bit, a little bit easier to uh, to 
to find those particular locations, uh, or at least visually see those locations anyway. And um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think that would be uh, what I'd be focusing on this weekend is just some nice, uh, some nice walleye, walleye fillets. Yeah, that, that that works. Sounds good for a nice Saturday night meal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as far as the uh, the rest of the fish goes, um, catfish bites starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, panfish bite very steady. So you know, take your pick on where you want to go. Whether it's you know like a, a lake on Alaska or uh, Three Lakes area up by Trempolo, uh, all those places are going to be producing. And and uh, speaking with Don out at uh, Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma this morning too. Uh, the panfish bite, uh, doing very well out there. Lake Toma, uh, has got a great perch bite going on right now. Um, bluegills, crappies, they're doing pretty so- solid as well. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's good right now. Um, out on the river anyway, uh, the northern bite, a little, eh, so-so. Really haven't heard a whole lot, um, on that. Bass bite obviously is, uh, is pretty solid, um, and uh, that goes out, you know, goes for out in the, the Toma area as well. Um, Don said, you know, and, and it doesn't take, you know, it, it's not uh, anything uh, uh, too terribly complicated here. Uh, they're biting on just about everything. Uh, plastics, swim baits, top waters. Um, oh, and I, I did want to mention, too, that the uh, uh, the northern bite, at least out in the, the Toma area there and some of those cranberry bogs, those places in there, um, it's starting to pick up. Uh, so, uh, you know, I guess, well, I mean, you know, it's, we're, we've kind of, I, I, are we kind of half past the halfway point of summer here? We're kind of on the, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to make that turn anyway. So not that we have yet, we still got a ways to go, but you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Northern bites starting to, uh, to pick up out there and yeah, I, I think there'd be some, some dandy ones out in some of those, uh, those bog areas and marshes and places like that out uh, out in the Toma area there, yeah, that uh, that would be a lot of fun. But uh, um, I would think they would be biting on a lot of things like those uh, topwaters and plastics that you're throwing out there for the bass as well. So, uh, but uh, um, yeah, take your pick uh, for what you what you want out in that neck of the woods. But yeah, you know. If if I'm going out on the river here uh, looking for some fish, I think I'd be yeah, like I said, I'd be targeting, uh, I'd be targeting the walleye, and I would be looking at uh, at wing dams there, just you know, drifting over. Um, it's a little easier to do that now that the flow is down. So just uh, just a nice, you know, just drifting over those uh, over those wing dams, looking to pick off some nice walleyes there. Yeah, I think that uh, that would be the those would be the. Can't really say it's a hot spot. It'd be hot spots that uh, that I'd be I'd be looking at. So uh, that is the uh, the hot spot report this morning here on WKTY Outdoors, and um, that's uh, again uh, brought to you by the good folks over at Powerhouse Marine, and of course the uh, conditions report brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma as well. Uh, let's see here. Coming up on the program here, we're going to shift gears a little bit. Uh, bring uh, Eric Usabo back uh, from. Uh, Trophy Adventures uh, up in Ettrick. Haven't had him on for uh, a little bit here, but yeah, we're getting close to uh, close to bear hunting season. So uh, we're going to bring uh, Eric in here in just a couple of minutes, and we're going to chat uh, a little bit about uh, uh, getting ready here for the upcoming season. 
So that uh, that is uh, just about, uh, well, not that far away. It's going to be here sooner than you think. So, <laughs> Also uh, coming up a little later on in the program, I've got some tickets to give away. Uh, we'll do that uh, towards the end of the program here. Uh, I've got some tickets to Wisconsin Game Fest, uh, which is September 7th and 8th up at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds up in Chippewa Falls. Uh, and uh, i got a pair of tickets that uh, I'll be doing this for the next couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. So um, get your dialing fingers ready here. So we'll, uh, I'll be doing that uh, a little later in the program. So uh, that will be uh, that will be coming up. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to take a break, get uh, Eric on the phone here, and we're going to talk a little bear hunting as WKTY Outdoors continues in just a few moments on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. the stories of the hot spots where the fish are biting and you're thinking can my old boat and motor get me there here's a solution for that a new bennington pontoon that's powered by a new yamaha four-stroke outboard available at powerhouse marine not only will this provide you with a way to get you to the hot spot but you can also enjoy the day on the river with your family doing some great sightseeing or if you're more a fishing boat kind of guy how about a new low fishing boat with a yamaha outboard a new low boat is great Great for not only fishing, but also pulling water skiers. Nobody knows boats and pontoons in this area like the guys at Powerhouse Marine. Plus, to help you find your own hot spots, check the different Hummingbird Helix fish finders also available. Maybe you just need a new trolling motor. Powerhouse Marine has a great selection of new Minn Kota trolling motors. So whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a Bennington or a new low fishing skiing boat, check with Powerhouse Marine and get to your hot spot. WKTYO. Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Major League Fishing is coming to lacrosse. The fish are scared. The Red Crest Bass Pro Tour Championship, August 21st to the 25th. If bass fishing had a bowl game, this is it. The best of the best on the Bass Pro Circuit go head-to-head in Major League Fishing. Right in your own local waters. Be a part of the ultimate Red Crest experience for MLF fans at the Onalaska Omni Center with the MLF Midway and post-game show presented by Berkeley. Learn more about Major League Fishing, the tournament, and the anglers at MajorLeagueFishing.com. Midwest Family Entertainment. Back in the day, everybody did the same thing for their wedding. Not anymore. We have so much fun at Midwest Family Entertainment meeting with you and finding out all of the fun and unique things that you want to do for your special day. We can help you come up with some ideas or make your ideas come to life. You don't want to do a garter toss or a bouquet toss or a dollar dance. You don't have to do any of that stuff or you can do all of it. That's the beauty of it. It's your day. So let's meet up and talk about it. 784-LIVE. MidwestFamilyEntertainment.com It's time to eat, drink, dance and sing at this year's 15th annual Irish Fest Lacrosse, August 9th through the 11th, with performances by Gaelic Storm, Wee Banjo 3, Scary Vore, Screaming Orphans and more. And you can even win a trip to Ireland. Experience the sights and sounds of Ireland with games, contests, food and fun for all, especially the wee folks. The 15th annual Irish Fest Lacrosse. Tickets are available at Festival Foods in Lacrosse, Onalaska and Holman. Or visit irishfestlacrosse.org. Sláinte. Back to WK. 
WKTY and WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And joining me on the phone right now is Eric Usabo from Trophy Adventures Bait up in Ettrick. Good morning, uh, Eric. How are things going this morning? Hey, great. How's everybody doing today? All right. Doing okay. Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's been a couple of months since uh, uh, we've had you on. I'm I'm glad to get you back on the back on the show here, and um, we're talking just as uh, a little bit before we we got on here. Is is you know, it's uh, it's getting to be a good time of year as far as uh, getting outdoors and, and doing some hunting. You're you're looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, I get pretty cooped up here in the summer times. I'm here almost seven days a week all the time, so it's. It's looking forward to a vacation is kind of the carrot on the end of the stick for me, mm-hmm. and it's coming soon. Yep, yep. Well, now you, you know. Uh, um, obviously, we've we've talked in the past about uh, about getting things, uh, uh, you know, getting your 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 spots uh, ready to go for the uh, for the upcoming season here, and you know, we're we're what maybe about a, a month, month and a half away or so, give or take, as far as the. Uh, as far as the season goes, actually, it's less than a month. Um, you're, okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's early September here. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely uh, creeping up quick. I would say it's three weeks from this coming Wednesday. I believe is what it is. Okay. Okay. So it's, uh, it's creeping right in. Yeah. So now, for for the for the bear hunter, what are they doing at this particular time? Uh, you know, as we get closer to the uh, the opening dates here, what uh, what what should they be looking at? Um, I guess maybe I'll. I wasn't sure exactly what that question was. It was the hunt. What is the hunter doing, or was well, it? Yeah. Doing? Well, because what I guess uh, uh, probably a, a little a, a little of both. What is the the hunter getting should be doing, or what should you know they well, be doing right now to get ready for the the hunt in terms of of getting their their. Uh, their spots picked out, their you know, the bait laid out, and things along those lines. Well, most of the guys that uh, I would say probably ninety percent to ninety five percent of the guys have their spots long picked out back mm-hmm. in the spring. You know, they started baiting in May, uh, June, things like that, where they've already been baiting. So they've kind of got their spots established. But one of the things that I guess is probably happening right now that the Bear hunters should probably, especially I'm talking more of the, you know, like the Driftless region, region here where we're in La Crosse, mm-hmm. Eau Claire, um, Jackson, Tremplo, Buffalo County areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, these bears are going to start transitioning here, I would guess, in the next five days, five to ten days at the longest. Okay. What they're doing is their, tra- their metabolism is switching where they go into garbage mode to fat mode, I call it. Garbage mode is it all summer long from the time they come out of the den. They're eating whatever tastes good, mm-hmm. uh, fills their belly up. Well, that transition is going to come somewhere around August 15th, August 20th. These bears start transitioning to what I call fat mode, and that fat mode is their body setting off a biological clock saying, okay, no more screwing around. We've got to eat everything that we can that's super nutritious right now because we've got to start packing on a fat reserve to go into fall and eventually hibernate. Mm-hmm. So in our area, we, we fight the acorns so hard just because they're so nutritious. But we've kind of, oh, we've had so many customers that, you know, the guy that comes in and admits that he doesn't know what he's doing, I, I give him an hour of my time sit down and help him, try to get him on track and let him know why we do what we do and 
why we should be doing it. It's almost like a little mini lesson. Yeah. Um, one of the answers that stays the same is, is usually we kick them out with uh, uh, something in the variety of trail mix just because of the nutritional value, mm-hmm. and that's kind of going back to seeing what the bear is going to do this time of year, which we can predict it every year because it happens. But we want to get you know get the customer using a feed that has that nutritional value that we can kind of compete with Mother Nature and keep that bear around. Um, still not going to win all the time, but it certainly gives you a bigger percentage of opportunity, I guess is probably the right word. Okay. Yeah, and just get them get that bear in that mindset that, hey, here's the here's the place where... <laughs> Where where I can get some some good stuff that uh, that tastes good and and is uh, uh, accomplishes the goal that I'm out for. So and I, and I'm looking at uh, uh, your trophyadventuresbait.com website here as well. And yeah, you you know mixed nuts and trail mix and granola. Uh, you've got all those kinds of things available as well for uh, uh, for the for the for the hunters that they can come and pick up. Yeah, yeah. One thing I would tell everybody. Um... Some people say, well, how much trail mix do you have in stock? And I say, okay, I took a semi in yesterday, which was the case for me on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> by this morning, I'm going to be down to a fair amount less, like two totes out of a full semi load. So uh, don't wait. You know, guys, if you want something, come get it. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, say, well, I'll do it next weekend, because next weekend it might not be here. Yeah. So it's uh, – and. and- and that's and that's what you're suggesting right now is to to get all those, you know, just get those. I, I guess would you describe them as as high calorie but yet nutritious sort of uh, uh, items for uh, for the bears. So the things like candy and things like that that doesn't necessarily. And, and I'm just looking for my own education here. Is not necessarily what uh, what the bears are after at this point. Well. The, um, you know, in the end, the acorn being the most nutritious thing that they're going to eat, we want to match that in our feed, but yet, like you exactly said, we want to make that taste better than what it tastes like to go pick up an acorn and eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some candies associated with this, too, but fat protein are going to be our concerns. Um, along with that, the nut value, nut products are always going to have some of the better fat protein values that we're going to look for. But then we need to also incorporate other pieces and parts to that to make that desirable or palatable. And what that is is going to be your M&Ms, your, your candies, your chocolate-covered pretzels, your yogurt pretzels, you know, just things like that. So you could say, I don't want to discount candies as something that we are not using because we are. We're just using them as in a, uh, a smaller quantity in a blend. Okay. So I guess maybe that we curve okay. that a little bit this time of year. Okay. All right, and and as far as um, in uh, what other things are you looking at in terms of uh, in terms of the the bait that you're you're telling hunters right now that they should be doing? Um, one of the big questions I've been getting this week is uh, I've heard it fifty times. Guys call and say, "Okay, you know, you got me on this bear, and we're we're baiting them, and it's going good, and da da da." And, now all of a sudden we're starting to get to that transition point. How do I do this or what do I do to kind of go? I tell them, I call it going with the bears because the bears are going to go do it anyway. You can go with them or you could stay behind. And what I'm telling most guys is uh, start, start your transition. I kind of recommend to most of these guys doing a 20-80 mix all summer long, 20% nutritional 
80% filler bait. Mm-hmm. And right now it's getting down to crunch time where I want to start flipping that, where I'm doing 80% nutritional, 20% filler. And what uh, what they do is, is you know, they're saying, okay, I was baiting three days a week or four days a week before. Do I need to switch that to every day? And here's what I tell everybody. If you're this close and you've got bears and you have the availability, switch to every day. If you can bait them every day right now and give that bear no reason to go looking at anybody else's bait or for other natural food, you just up your odds of keeping him at that bait where come hunting season here in early September, you can you can have a fair shake at possibly harvesting that animal. So I definitely tell guys, in the last, this past week I've been getting that question just a ton. Mm-hmm. Should I start baiting every day now? Yeah, if you can. You know, if you can do it, you absolutely should. So and 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 what do you and just just for my own education here too, how much are you putting out on a, a daily basis? Um, that's a moving target too because if I've got a bait that has uh, twelve bears on it, mm-hmm. I'm going to feed ten gallons, which is the state level, the the max. Um, if there's one bear on there, I'm probably going to dump three gallons or something like that. Two two to two to four gallons is mm-hmm. going to be the max if it's a. Uh, and there again, if it's an 80-pound bear, he's not going to eat more than a gallon or two. If it's a 500-pound bear, he'll eat the five-gallon pail every sitting. So it, it's kind of bear-dependent, but mm-hmm. cameras typically are uh, are teaching me the way on them. And speaking of trail cameras, I've been using, I've been selling uh, Spartan trail cameras here. I have one other cell cam also, but um, I had to kind of test that other one out to see if I liked it, which it turned out I didn't really care for it. But I've been using the Spartan trail camera quite a bit on my bear baits. And you know how cool it is to be sitting in the kitchen drinking coffee and all of a sudden that email comes through that you got a bear sitting there chewing on your bait and you're watching mm-hmm. him on your cell cam. That's nice, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, and people are starting to see that it, it changes a lot of money. You don't have mm-hmm. to go checking baits all the time. Yep. You, uh, you know what the bear is. You don't have to go check the bait and wonder if it's been hit or not. There's there's a lot of advantages to them. They're mm-hmm. pretty awesome. So that's oh, yeah. changing changing things a little bit already for me this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can I can I can believe it. That and 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 I'm guessing too that obviously if you've got more than one bear, it's uh, that's uh, uh, something good to see. Definitely good to see as well. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. That's uh, probably the coolest invention that I've got my hands into in a long time. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, it's just it it just. Makes the you know rather than rather than than going to the effort of of hauling out more bait and maybe right. it'll, maybe maybe not and you know it uh, uh, that's uh, yeah that's it, like you said it's it's kind of nice sitting at the kitchen table and <laughs> watching the bears uh, chow down that's uh, yeah it's uh, it's, it's kind of a cool thing mm-hmm. and and I, so obviously that's that's in addition to obviously the baiting that's something else that you're suggesting is that um, you know having those trail cams out there, just kind of getting an idea of what uh, uh, what's coming in and, and uh, uh, eating that bait right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's not for everybody, but, I, boy, I tell you, i got a lot of customers buying them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, guys are coming in and seeing my stuff, and, you know, some of them are real familiar with the stuff, and some of them haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And after you start showing them, boy, they, uh, <laughs> they've been ordering a lot of cameras. Let's yeah. say, I'm having a hard time keeping up with all of them. <laughs> Well, and I would think it would make it easier too, you know, earlier in the season too, to just kind of get an idea of of whether or not the location is successful, and and 
you know what what is coming in and 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 eating the bait that kind of thing i mean it just it's it sounds to me like it would be well worth the investment just to to get that additional information on you know hey is this working what's working you know yeah you know yeah you, get, you know and you can even put them on video and watch them on video and it's like oh man you can see everything that that bear is doing while he's sitting there it's Mm-hmm. It's like a live feed video camera, you know. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool. Oh, and yeah. yeah, I've got a farm that we lease down in Iowa for deer, mm-hmm. and I've got cellular cameras down there. And you know how neat it is to sit there and at nine in the morning, my phone dings and I look at it, and I've got a hundred and seventy inch whitetail standing in front of my camera. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I don't have to. I can't be in Iowa right now. I have to do my scouting on a very limited basis, but yet my cameras are just like I'm there. So mm-hmm. it's they're awesome for deer too. Yeah, they're they're just a, they were game changer for several different things, is what they are. Nice, very very nice. Always yeah, uh, love them. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, talking this morning here on WKTY Outdoors with uh, Eric Usabo from Trophy Adventures Bait up in uh, up in Ettrick. What else uh, in in uh, let's continue on with uh, with the, the 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 baiting here. What else are you telling uh, hunters that uh, that they ought to be doing right now, or, or should be thinking about uh, as the uh, as the season approaches? Well, well, we got two different sides here. We got a lot of guys that have been running their baits for quite a long time already mm-hmm. and are established, and then we've got the guys coming in that haven't started yet. So they're um, you know they're basically. There's two different things there. If you're the guy that hasn't started yet, my biggest thing I'm going to push to you is going to be attractant scent. You've got a real tall mountain to climb if you haven't started baiting already mm-hmm. by trying to pull them bears into your own site. Now, certain regions, it's not that hard to do. When you've got a real thick bear concentration, it's not that big of a deal. You get down into this, you know, Jackson, Trempeville, Buffalo County area, and the bears that we have, most of them, I ain't going to say all, but most of them are already on somebody else's site and have been for a month, two months, mm-hmm. maybe three months. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to get him to go give you a try when he's already been very satisfied with what he's been getting fed, the frequency of his food being there. That guy there is a, a pretty tough customer to pull away. So there's two different people. One is already established, one's not. Mm-hmm. Um for the guys that are not established, it's just scent, 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 because you need to draw as many bears as you can for a long ways. To the guys that are established, just start transitioning over to that nutritional feed. You know, that's the stuff that's really going to keep them around. Keep some really good tasty cookies and everything else, you know, with them just to to fill that little sweet tooth part of them, too. But the nutritional end in their belly is really what's going to come about. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing that I've talked to a lot in the last week, guys that had been baiting have lots of bears coming. They have a great bait site working. And then you mention, okay, you got your stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. Oof. No, I ain't done that yet. Well, here we are three weeks from the from the opener, and this guy's got a four. <laughs> I got one guy in particular that we had to sit down and have a come to Jesus about this just a couple days ago. He, uh, he's got a 500-pound bear that's coming in every day in the daylight, and he's never shot a bear like this. He never shot a bear, period. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, uh, I mentioned, yeah, you got your stand set, right? Oh, no, I'm going to do that sometime here, but I don't have climbing sticks. 
okay, well, you need to get them today and get that done because that bear knows that surrounding area. You, you hang a climbing stick on a tree 20 yards from his bait, he's going to notice it immediately. So, you know, you kind of you don't want to do subtle things to change up the routine mm-hmm. and give them something different than they've done for months at the last moment. You need to give them time to see that, acclimate to it, and pretty soon after a couple times, it's just another stick hanging off a tree to them, you know? Yeah. It means nothing. The food goes back to being the objective. But when you change up their surrounding, they definitely know about it. So not something you want to do last minute. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you touched on a, a point as well about uh, pulling those, those bears in. Uh, as far as uh, scent goes, um, you know, to, especially to, to, to new places at this point, uh, what uh, what are you using as far as to as that scent to, to draw those uh, to draw those bears in? So my main staple, I've got two what I call two types of scent. I've got my my scent that I'll use when I start a bait and when I really need to pull a lot of bears in for a long time, and then I've got what I call a maintainer scent. And my my big powerful stuff that I'll always use every place I hunt. I don't care if it's United States, Canada, Russia, I don't care where it is. I'm going to use this stuff to uh, to draw these bears into my spot. And that's called Northwoods Bear Products Gold Rush. Okay. Gold Rush is by far the best bear attractant I know of, and I've tried just about every one you'll ever find. Um, after I get what I feel is all the bears in the area come into my spot, I'm going to use a maintainer spray. Mm-hmm. Um used to be like a liquid smoke or something that was, uh, well, I got five-gallon jugs of them that are very reasonable, so I can go out and spray my baits every time I bait just to keep that smell around so any foreign bears that pass through the area, they catch that smell, and now I've got another bear on my bait, which is good competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gold rush, what I've done in the past is mix it with oil, for old fryer grease, just for the oil base. Okay. Mix it very well with that. You get that oil on the leaves and the sticks and everything out in the forest, it soaks in, it sticks there very well, it holds mm-hmm. that scent very well. What I started doing here this year was kind of an experiment, which worked phenomenal, is I take my liquid smoke, mix four gallons of liquid smoke with uh, four ounces of the Northwoods Gold Rush and one gallon of grease just for the base, mm-hmm. take that jug up, and now I've got a very, very potent spray that I can actually spray through a squirt bottle. So it dilutes it down, but yet I still keep the oil base where it sticks. It dilutes it down, and the scent that it produces is phenomenal. So actually, I'm, I'm in my first year of, of using this new formula, but it's, it's, it's impressing me, and I ain't going back, I don't think. Okay, okay. Well, and, 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 and kind of a follow-up question on that as well is, you know, does the, the, the actual bait itself, you know, the things like the, the trail mix and, and granola and the, the sweets and uh, all that stuff as well, obviously that gives off a, a bit of a scent as well. How does, you know, or using like you were talking about here, you know, which one is, I guess, more appealing to the, to the, to the bears, the, the smell of the, the food or the, that scent, or is it kind of a combination of both? Well, okay, so they both have their purpose, and they're both different mm-hmm. purposes. Okay. That scent, okay, so picture the scent. Um, you know, I guess keep a visual in your head of a quart spray bottle full of 
um, Dr. Pepper, we'll say. Yeah. It's what it looks like. Okay, when I spray that into the air, the, the strength and the potency of that smell is only for one purpose. It's not for a taste value at all. Mm-hmm. It's only for catching that bear's nose. Now, their, their nose is eight times better than a the bloodhound. They will smell the, the potion that I'm using. They're literally going to smell that for 10 miles. So I catch that bear's nose 10 miles away. He smells that. says, what is that? All of a sudden, he comes in, comes to the source of that scent. That's when he smells the food, okay. finds the bait, and that's going to put him on the bait. So the bait is the food. The scent is the attractant. They don't cross lines and work together. They do work together, but they're not. It's like a quarterback and a punter on a football team. Mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers, they both play for the same team, but they have two completely different jobs, and they can't do the other job. Right. So the, the food will never have the powerful scent value that mm-hmm. our attractant scent does, but the attractant scent will never feed a bear. Right. Right. They both got their own purpose and their own place, and they really don't cross lines, in my opinion. Right, and, and so I so I understand this as well. That attractant has, you know, being much more potent, it will go further and, and get those bears that are, are ten miles away. The food, yeah. not necessarily, isn't going to travel. The, the, that scent isn't going to travel as far. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you gauged the the scent value of Bear bait and bear attractant. I mean, it's a hundred million microns compared to one million. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not even close. Yeah. So it's just another level of potency is really what the purpose mm-hmm. is there. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, just kind of kind of clarifying that. Okay. Anything else that uh, uh, at this point that uh, should be thinking about as far as the uh, as far as this the season goes. Yeah, a lot of guys, you know, this was a law that changed here uh, two, three, four, probably four or five years ago. They used to require a Class B tag just to go out and bait. So if you just wanted to go out and bait, even if you didn't have a tag just to do it for fun, you had to, if you were helping somebody, you had to buy a Class B license. Now, they did away with that. So what's happened here, and I know people aren't doing this on purpose, it's an easy thing to slip. You're able to start baiting back in April. And a lot of guys did. Mm-hmm. April, not even April, but I would say May and early June this year because of the late spring. But what guys did, they've been baiting bears all summer. It's been a daily routine. They never gave it a thought because it's an easy thing to overlook, but they forgot to buy their license. They don't have to buy a license to bait. They have to buy a license to go hunting. A lot of guys are forgetting to do that. And there was a handful of citations last year where guys got in the rhythm of going out, running bear baits. They got their tree stand hung. They got this ready. They got their bow ready or their gun or whatever they did. And all of a sudden, bear season's tomorrow. Creeped right up on them. Cool, I get to bear hunt tomorrow. They go out bear hunting tomorrow. They sit in a tree. Bear walks in. They shoot it. Pretty soon it's like, huh, I've never done this before. What do I got to do now? Well, we got to put a tag on this thing. Oh, balls, I forgot to buy my license. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't let that happen. I mean, it's an easy thing to forget. I've seen four or five guys do it last year. So just a quick FYI, if you're going to hunt, get your license, get it now, get it ahead of time, don't forget. Yep, yep. And is there any kind of uh, limits on the the number of licenses issued? 
Yeah, yeah. So there's a drawing. Um, you actually, your deadline to apply for a bear license is December 10th. Kind of a screwy time of year to be doing it, mm-hmm. but that's what we do. So by December 10th, you got to put your application in, which would be for 2020. Okay. And it'll go into a lottery. Zone C, which is our particular area here where we're at. Mm-hmm. Zone C, it's not real hard to get a license. There's about 60% of the people will draw their first try. And then if you don't draw, you accumulate a preference point. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, you would get, be guaranteed. You would, you know, with okay. the current structure right now, the structure could change. But with today's current structure, your second application, you'd get a license for sure. Okay. Uh, you start going north. You've got certain units that are about five-point draw. And you've got units that are 7 or 8, and then you've got units that are 11 or 12. So depending on your region you're in, you know, the, the years it takes to get a tag, it can vary. Mm-hmm. It does vary. Okay. All right. Well, Eric, anything else here uh, before we kind of uh, wrap things up here this morning? Uh, anything else that, uh, that I'm overlooking that uh, should be thinking about for the, uh, for the upcoming season? You know, I, for the most part... I don't think that guys are, you know, as a whole or in general, missing too many things. Um, kind of try to give them the synopsis early in the year when they start. Professional mm-hmm. shift that these bears are going to do. Um, don't forget about getting your tree stands in, you know, as unintrusive as possible. Keep a pattern. You know, keep your patterns of things that you have been doing and keep doing. Um, quality tree stand. That's one thing that... I personally learned long, long time ago hunting bears that I don't think people realize what they're doing. If you don't have a good, quality, comfortable tree stand, people move around a lot. Bears are notorious for sitting 100 yards back in the timber and just sitting down and watching and watching and watching for literally an hour. They'll just sit there and watch. And when you stand up and stretch and move and turn and shift and everything else, they catch that movement. Mm -hmm. When they catch that movement... All over. They're not coming. Um, the tree stand that I've become very, very, very comfortable in is the Millennium M150 Monster. It's a hang-on tree stand. It's got a huge platform. It's got a great saddle seat in it. Um, we sell them here, and I go through, I probably sell 8 to 10 pallets of them a year, and there's about 50 stands on a pallet. So we move a lot of them. As soon as guys come here and sit in one, they usually they buy them. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Well, Eric, I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you spending some time with me this morning here, talking about uh, uh, the upcoming season here. And uh, uh, again, if uh, people want more information, how can they best get a hold of you? Uh, we've got several phone numbers: six zero eight five two five two eight six eight. We've got a seven one five eight nine six zero eight two zero, and then we've got uh, trophyadventuresbait.com. dot com. And that lists all them numbers as well as emails and Facebooks and ha da da. Anybody, uh, anybody with any questions or anything, or looking to set up a uh, a guided bear hunt or something like that. It's not that I'm going to set you up with a guide, but I'll definitely give you some tips on mm-hmm. things to look at and what not to look at, and you well, know, yeah. kind of ways that you can kind of screen your outfitters, things like that. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Take that time for anybody anytime we can. All right. Well, well, Eric. Again, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you being on this morning. Thank you so much, as always, for uh, for the good information. And uh, 
uh, gosh, uh, maybe uh, uh, the next time we uh, we chat, uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about some successful hunts. Yeah, well, we're off to Wyoming here for quite a while. So, all right. Well, best of luck. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been traveling a lot this summer. Uh, yeah, we've done. Oh, I can't. Hard to think back. Yeah, I was in Alberta, Manitoba, Ontario. Um, we're gonna go be, be in Wyoming here, and then Iowa. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a taxidermy packed year, I think. <laughs> well, well yeah, I know it is. I shot a really nice chocolate bear already in Ontario, so that's nice. Really Nice. Add to the collection. Well, I look forward to uh, to seeing that uh, on the uh, on the website or on uh, on Facebook. Then sounds great. All right. Well, Eric, we'll take care, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you, buddy. Take care. That is uh, Eric Usbo from Trophy Adventures Bait uh, up in Ettrick, and uh, going to take a break. Be back in just a moment with more WKTY Outdoors on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. What looks better, blue shirt or green? Ooh, your fancy shirts. You taking me on a date? Darn tootin' to Roscoe's Live Bait. What? It's a special occasion. Gotta tell them how you caught more fish than me. Their advice paid off, and uh, I need to stock up on a few things that fell in the water. You mean that you kicked in the water? Moral of the story, not only is she better looking, but she catches more fish than you. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. Ooh, summer is flying by, and before you know it, you'll need to get ready for fall and winter. Check the gutters, clean up your tools, mulch the leaves, store your lawn furniture, feed your lawn the right fertilizer. And if you're not sure where to start or what you need, stop by and visit the folks at Ace of Lacrosse. They have just the right things for your home and yard. Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road and at aceoflacrosse.com. Buy it online and pick it up in the store. So, with all that said, let's enjoy these last fleeting days of summer. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Major League Fishing is coming to lacrosse. Get hooked with the ultimate MLF fan experience as the best of the best on the pro fishing circuit compete in the Redcrest Bass Pro Tour Championship. Bring the family to the Onalaska Omni Center for the MLF Midway, August 23rd to the 25th. Meet Major League Fishing pros, win prizes, see the latest fishing gear, stop by the Bass Pro Tour set, and cheer on your favorite anglers at the post-game show presented by Berkeley. Admission is free. Get more info and showtimes at MajorLeagueFishing.com. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land that you've always wanted. Thanks again to uh, Eric Usable from Trophy Adventures Bait for talking about the... Uh, well, yeah. uh, September is going to be here before we know it. So, Hey, i got to shift gears just a, a little bit here, and uh, it is time now. Let me get my paperwork out here. And uh, it is time now to talk about uh, a ticket giveaway. Got a pair of tickets to the uh, Wisconsin Game Fest. It's coming up uh, September 7th and 8th at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds in Chippewa Falls. It's a a Saturday and a Sunday. Um, And uh, this year's event features over 100 hunting, fishing, recreational displays and exhibits, 
You got some diving dogs, hunting and fishing seminars, uh, free air rifle and air pistol contests for youth and adults, uh, Wisconsin Buck and Bear Club trophy scoring, um, fishing tank, live chainsaw carving demonstrations, lots of prizes that uh, that they'll be giving away, uh, all sorts of things that uh, that'll be going on up there. Uh, petting zoo. It uh, it'll be a great time for uh, for the entire family actually. Uh, Mom, Dad, the kids, everything. So that's uh, the Wisconsin Game Fest going on September 7th and 8th uh, up in Chippewa Falls. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a drive, but hey, for a, a day of fun, it's uh, it sounds like a, a pretty good time. And as a matter of fact, I can help you out with that because I've got a pair of tickets that uh, I would like to give away here uh, for that. So uh, if you would like a pair of tickets, give me a call at 796-2558, 796-2558. And uh, we'll get you set up here with a pair of tickets. So, uh, again, if you'd like a pair of tickets to Wisconsin Game Fest up in Chippewa Falls, September 7th and 8th, give me a holler. 796-2558, 796-2558. And uh, I will uh, take a quick break. Be back in just a couple of moments here on WKTY. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. What looks better, blue shirt or green? Ooh, your fancy shirts. You taking me on a date? Darn tootin' to Roscoe's Live Bait. What? It's a special occasion. Gotta tell them how you caught more fish than me. Their advice paid off, and uh, I need to stock up on a few things that fell in the water. You mean that you kicked in the water? Moral of the story, not only is she better looking, but she catches more fish than you. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. Vikings, Bears, Raiders, Eagles, Washington, Panthers, Broncos. See any or all of them take on the Packers in Lambeau Field. And thanks to the Brandon Kane team of REMAX First Choice Realtors, you're getting there for a song. Excellent seats in Lambeau Field, deluxe motor coach transportation from Onalaska or Toma, and a free game tailgate party at the Resch Center with free food and beverages. But don't wait. Pick your game, get your seats, and get them now at RadioStuffStore.com. Enjoy a relaxing evening, tempting your taste buds for a good cause. Thursday, August 22nd, it's Taste of the Garden, a benefit for the Hunger Task Force. From 5 to 8 p.m. at Kane Street Community Garden. Enjoy garden-inspired appetizers prepared by local chefs and a local beer and wine tasting. Live music from Tom Conrad, tour the garden, and bid on the silent auction. Admission is $25, and you're helping those in need. Savor the flavor for a good cause at Taste of the Garden with the Hunger Task Force, your free and local food bank, and Midwest family. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food. We've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food. Because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. WKTY Outdoors, it is uh, time to wrap up here. Congratulations to uh, Jeff Slash of, uh, of Holman. He is our winner for uh, this week of the uh, the tickets to the Wisconsin Game Fest. Congratulations, Jeff. It is uh, now 9 o'clock time for me to wrap 